Kia ora and welcome back to What Am I with Rachel and today I am joined by Richard and Shelley to discuss how is the New Zealand music industry failing local artists and what needs to be done to improve this. So if you guys could just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, yep, so I'm Richard, I've been playing music for oh, probably about 12 or 13 years, actually maybe even longer, I'm not sure. I used to kind of stop keeping track after a while, I've been playing in bands for about 10 years of that and i've played in silent torture which is a death metal band i played in incarnium which is a metalcore band and currently i'm playing in full bloom um oh i also played in a band called bios for a while so yeah that's that's basically me i'm shelly i i do a lot of things in the music industry i'm a photographer i run my own media site called moments past i run i host my own radio show on raucous radio i'm everything i don't even know where to end that <laughs> i mean and you manage full bloom and i manage full and, bloom hey <laughs> and someone else as well isn't it yeah so artist manager for full bloom valleyside boys and Darmarat. Hmm. very cool so i guess we're going to just get straight into it yep. so how is the new zealand music industry being unsupportive of the local music scene you want you want to start i know you've got a lot to say <laughs> oh, i don't even know where to start I know, though like it's just i mean okay i'll, I'll kick it off you go Every, every year, like, the, the music awards come through, and the one thing that always gets me every single time is they have, like, a hard rock and metal category, and it's, like, so not, uh, what's the word? Not all-encompassing. Like, it's just, I mean, I, I don't like to name drop, but I'm going to anyway, and I'm not picking on these bands because I think, you know, I, most of the bands I'm going to say, just to start off with, I like their music and I think they're good musicians. However in talking about bands that uh, are favored by the industry it's it's hard not to not to pick favorites and when you talk about the heavy act it's always like devil skin uh it's uh who's that other one city of souls these sorts of bands just get picked out and it's like well there's she a lot had. of she had yep uh blind spot you know those sorts of bands will get straight away sort of i don't know how would you say favored where favored. other bands just who play like heavier music and this sort of stuff like i'll go again for ulcerate vasa uh you know bands that are just very extreme hard out vocals will not get a foot in the door with that sort of stuff which is a shame because these bands have been going for you know 10 15 years playing internationally and no one knows who they are in that particular thing I like that you touched on the awards in particular, because I actually... I hate uh, the awards. I worked for the Vodafone New Zealand Music Awards for like three years, right. four years, five years. I don't even know. I volunteered and then I became their volunteer coordinator. Mm. But it is very industry. Yeah. Um, but I think oh, it's hard because it's unsupportive like across everything. Mm. Like it's labels, it's radio, which is sort of ironic, media... It's I feel like we're all involved in these aspects of the unsupportive areas, mm. which is sort of like bad, but at the same time, it's just, I don't yeah, even know. Hard. I mean, there's really, like, I think there's there's two radio shows I know that play metal, one of which is yours, and the other one is, I think the guys from Whammy Bar run something on BFM as well. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like Short, short Fast and Loud? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, just like one night a week. Shout out to Tom from Whammy. Yeah, the man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but... And there used to be the there used to be the uh, what's it called the X Attack used to play on the Rock every Sunday night for like twenty years yeah I think so he runs my radio show oh true <laughs> and and the, and they they cancelled it and now it's just like more of the same rock music all the time and it's 
you know, I'm, I'm still pretty salty about it, to be honest. So what I'm hearing is that it's just a repetition of the same artists and that, you know, the newer artists aren't really getting much coverage or much publicity or an, mm. always standing on any competition for like VMAs and stuff. Yeah. And VMAs? They're not VMAs. Are it, they VMAs? It's, it's not, it's not, I found out recently, it's not VNZMA anymore because apparently Vodafone's not a thing, so it's just NZMA now. Okay. NZMAs. Which make, doesn't sound as good, I think. I mean, it's, it's just different, different shirt, right? <laughs> same, same shit, different day. <laughs> yeah. So, and mm. how is the media's involvement or lack of involvement affecting the industry? Oh boy, here we could go on this one. <laughs> um, so I'm a big, uh, I'm really interested in how bands can sort of make themselves be known because for me i'm like my focus is not promoting myself i just want to make music and that's really all i care about um and in the modern world that basically means that i will never get anywhere because people don't really care because there's a thousand people making music you know and i think this particular point is uh is not just for like heavy music but really for everything because there's a i mean there's tons of great artists out there and if we switch over to pop, like there's a really easy target. And I think Paige is great. And I think her music is fantastic. I think she's a really talented artist. Yeah, she's so good, right? I love Paige. But at the same time, there's a lot of other people who I would put on par with her who just sort of didn't get the lottery ticket of Billie Eilish sharing her thing. And then people get interested in this sort of stuff. Or It's also label. She's yeah. with Sony now, so label yeah. backing just does everything. Exactly. It's funny because she's... I love Paige, but it's like, I feel like she hasn't done as well as she should with the label backing she has. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Which I'd is agree. a bummer. Because I love her EP. Her EP's great. Mm. And she's lovely. Yeah, but, the nicest girl. Yeah. I feel like she's sort of, it's weird, she's on a label, but she could be doing way better. Same as Vane. Mm-hmm. Vane just released her EP and they sort of like sent the PR out and that was it. And oh. I don't think she's done anything since. Yeah. I love her music too. It's so gnarly. It's she's pretty. just so brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So what more could the media industry be doing to kind of help push you guys forward? The media, <laughs> it's hard because like I'm a media person, but I also like hate New Zealand media so much. Mm. Um, you can't, you literally need to essentially erase the current media and do it all again because New Zealand radio, there is no way you're getting on radio unless you're with a label or know somebody. It's mm. who you know very much. Um, and then also bribes I hear. Bribes? Bribes. How much are the bribes? I can bribe people. That's sweet. I, I don't know if it's bribes, but um, I was told The Rock takes bribes. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> after my article came out, someone told me. Um, so yeah, radio radio won't take... They're all about what's pretty much going to like bring listeners and that's going to make them money. Mm-hmm. And then as for like... I mean, our local blogs, like my blog and everyone else's, that's why I started mine because no one was doing local and it was... Mm annoying me so much um but all the local blogs don't make money so they're less inclined to really post unless they want to post because a lot of them don't have the times because all of them has full-time jobs yeah. like me um and then as for who am i thinking of all the like paper and all that it's all label it's who you know hmm. and yeah people only want to support you when you're already at the top they yeah, don't want to take you from the bottom that's very true and i gotta say i think that um you know, things like New Zealand Musician actually do a better job than some other people in supporting these less known things. But I still don't think it's... I, like, I think they could do more. I think everyone could do a lot more to say, wow, this band just appeared and their music's good, but no one's heard of them. I'd love to, you know, just... I think it's hard for, like, 
places like music.net and NZ Musician and mm. all that because the problem is because no one else is doing it, they're pumping out almost too much. Mm. Which is, because like, I mean, like, if you look at last week, you had Diggy Dupe's new album, Jess B's new EP, yep. Church and AP released like a little two piece session thing, and then a bunch of other singles came out. Yeah. And it all just gets lost mm. completely. Well, I mean, that's kind of big new tangent. Music but that's that's the problem with the the music industry as a whole. I think is like, I mean, it's it's a problem in in media. How how do I start a sentence that makes sense? Just lay it out. Just Say just it like send it. it. Okay. Yeah. If you like a band, and you want to listen to more stuff like that band, but you don't want to listen to stuff that's not like that band, then you can try forever to find something that's exactly the same. And I think the amount of stuff you have to go through to find things that you really like makes it very difficult for people to approach things which is why playlists are so popular and because you can just you can just spit on a playlist and it plays stuff that's you know roughly the same as what you like like that whole artist radio thing I exactly like it's and it's it's a great way to discover new artists but um it's also really hard to discover new artists for, for me i find because there's just too, there's just too much you know, well, especially like, with locals and then the problem is mm. new zealand praises internationals way too much yeah. So then you get flooded with internationals who overshadow the locals. But then the locals only blow up because the internationals travel here mm. and then they get that support slot, which sort of like amplifies them and then just becomes a big... But then that's also... Support slots are also labels. So... <laughs> it's just a big chain. It it's, is. Uh, yeah. And well, no, in summary for me, it's pretty much just like trash it all, do it all again. That'd be nice. I would love to do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> so I kind of want to touch on a topic that you brought up about how the New Zealand industry should be helping propel artists forward, especially mm. low-key artists and local artists, but it seems to only be propelling those who are already far ahead, mm. like we talked about, and people who are already backed by labels. And why do you think this is? Oh, I know what I want to say to this. Go on then. My thing is because the people they're propelling forward have already sort of like blown up and got the numbers so it's going to bring in the money and that's all labels care about is because these people are making them money mm. so it's pretty much it's like they're like why would i propel this person when it's not going to like make them any money or give them any traction to their label or their other artists and then the problem with that is once those top artists essentially start doing nothing or falling the label will drop them mm. but then i what annoys me is these labels don't realize that they need these artists to make money. These artists pay their job, like pay their mm. wages. So, yeah, it's 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 a very uh, money-driven. Who you know? It's it's yeah. That's I mean that's pretty much the music industry in a nutshell for me. Is it's like people don't really care unless you're going to make the money, and it's really not what you know at all. It's who you know, you know. <laughs> I, I, I I also hate that you have the people who support these artists while they're at the bottom and mm -hmm. like bring them up, and then when the labels and stuff jump on them it's almost like the labels want to push those people off because yeah. it doesn't look good or they're mm. not the demographic they want to have mm. so i guess my next question is particularly relevant to you and your music scene so why in particular does new zealand have such a limited number of successful metal and metalcore and rock bands when there's such a prominent scene for these genres i think there's a there's a there's a limit to how big you can get in new zealand uh, where it becomes very, very hard to get any bigger. Um, and basically that's because you can, if you stay in New Zealand, you can reach a, a certain size. After that, you have to go overseas. 
And the problem with bringing a band overseas is you it just it's really expensive. You know, like it just costs so much money. Even just to go to Australia, you've got to fly over. You've got to bring your gear over. You've got to have a place to stay. Or maybe you can crash on someone's couch if you're like, lucky. if you don't, yeah, if you're <laughs> lucky and if you just have that low of a standard, which I do, but yeah. not everyone does. Um, and, you know, not having any sort of industry backing for that sort of stuff, just, I mean, it's already hard, you know, but having a little bit of a bump to be like, here's, you know, I don't know, couple thousand dollars to just cover flights whatever would be would be amazing and i think it would help a lot of bands just get into different markets get into australia get into europe get into maybe i don't know about america to be honest no one wants to go there anymore i don't want i mean i don't want to go there i'm I'm american citizen i don't want to go there you know but um yeah i think i think that's just a big barrier is that it comes to a point where maybe you've been a band for five years and you say all right we've reached how big we can get in new zealand we have to either spend, you know, $5,000 upwards to go overseas and probably Straight not in. make any money <laughs> off of it, right? You're probably just going to throw all that money away just because you want to do it. And that's, I mean, a lot of people just can't justify that, you know? Mm. I think it's, it's well, yeah, it's the, it's, it's interesting because, like, I know the funding is there, but mm. not for these genres. Yeah. So, like, I know, I think Benny, obviously, in or them they i think miss june even they all got grants and stuff to go tour overseas Hmm. but yeah it doesn't happen for bands and then the problem is there's no platform for bands to actually because i suppose like you know everyone bases tours like international artist bases tours and why they come off here off numbers of Mm -hmm. like record sales and stuff so australia even australian bands aren't going to come here when they don't there's nothing to gauge numbers or how popular they are here, unless they post on their Facebook or something saying like, "Who's from New Zealand," which they're not going to do because it just yeah. seems a bit tacky. But I've seen bands do that though. Oh wait, why not? If, every think, every single time Carnival make, Carnival makes a post, there's like fifty people being like, "Come to New Zealand! You've never come to New Zealand in ages. Come to New Zealand!" It's like if they can come over here and I'm, they would just it would be crazy. But I don't even I don't really even good. know what they're doing at the moment. I think I saw them at Unify or Download. I'm One of those. I didn't even know who they were. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think anyway. it's just a thing. Like there's like, like no platform. So you can't mm. gauge anything. And then also like our artists can't, like you can't get on the rock and the rock yeah. just plays the same stuff over anyway. Mm. And then you've got other sort of like rock orientated stations that yeah, don't touch locals really either. But mm. then also the problem with places like Australia where they have Triple J and like, see New Zealand asking you get on the faction. Mm-hmm. But with Triple J, you have to be, Unless you're going to email them or try contact them, and you can only be on their website if you're Australian, right? Which so yeah, you pretty much have to tour to try, and that's why a lot of New Zealand bands are over there. Like these four walls is over there, mm-hmm. antagonist AD is over there. Yep. There's probably more that I can't think of. But yeah, that's amazing that Triple J are like you have to be Australian to get on our website. You know, New Zealand doesn't. We don't have anything like that, do we? Where you can be like, really. you know, we're really going to push Kiwi artists because I think Triple J have a rule where they play like fifty percent Australian music or something yeah. like that. Mm. And I don't think we have any stations like that here in New Zealand. Even though the stations yeah. will say they do that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I, they don't. <laughs> I remember someone coming and talking to me when I was when I was still in Maine. Well, not talking to me, talking to my class. And them saying like, yeah, you know, the radio stations will say like, yeah, we play our quota of New Zealand artists. It's like they play Lord a lot. And it's like, well. You're just playing you, 10 of her songs. Yeah, you're kind, you're kind of doing the thing. But also like, yeah, it's it's a bit rough. 
I, th- I think the other thing especially for for metal and probably for other sort of underground genres is there is a big sort of mentality of like we want to do things ourselves you know like we want to be independent like we want to stick it to the man and all these sort of outdated things um we so do. there's um, what we do yeah. <laughs> i mean it sounds kind of silly to say it because at the same time like while we're saying that we're saying well we want to be anti the system and blah 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 but also we want to be successful we want like to be in the top 20 <laughs> it's this it's this big dichotomy but we don't want to ask for help and people in the scene don't want to ask for help so i think we're kind of smacking ourselves down a bit there as well i think people like to call it out a lot at the moment though Mm. which I love, love yeah, that too much. you love anyone calling anything out to, to be I honest do. I mean like Darmarat <laughs> released his single and then like literally like last well he released it yesterday and then last night he called out New Zealand Hip Hop Radio <laughs> love it I was just like yeah you tell him <laughs> <laughs> so and I guess kind of one of the last topics I want to touch on is the effect of COVID-19 and oh, I know man. everyone's kind of over the COVID-19 <laughs> buzz but I haven't actually seen a lot of coverage <laughs> with COVID-19 in music, because we've talked about all the other workforces, Mm -hmm. but what has been your personal experience with the effect of COVID-19 within your band, Full Bloom, Richard? Uh, Well, we were gonna play our first gig on the week that lockdown number two got announced or something. So that didn't happen. We still don't know when it's gonna happen. Um, We had rough dates. Yeah, but but who knows? Now with the extension that she announced, no yeah. one knows anymore <laughs> i mean even if we go up to like a what is it like a hundred person limit is it normally in level two even that's like there's no hundred person venues and if and even if there were they need to be totally distanced and it's like it's just it's it's tough it's it's really yeah it's it's been bumming me out a lot and all the boys i know because we were pretty much ready to play our first shows this is before shelly was managing us probably would have been ready in about early may maybe end of may uh, and then that didn't happen, and then we had to get a new drummer, and all these things happen, and then we were going to play a show, and then we didn't play a show, and now we don't know when we're playing a show. And and so we're still trying to have things going along. Like, we did a whole re- merch run for this show. Yeah. yeah. And we like was like, well, I guess we'll make a web store and sell it on there, because who knows when we're going to even be able to do it. If we're going to do it. Yeah. It might, it might just not happen. It might get pushed out far enough that everyone's like, well, our timelines don't work anymore. Yeah, so it's been the gigs that it's really affected, which I mm-hmm. imagine has a flow-on effect to, you know, the amount of listens that you're going to get on streaming services because mm. you released an album relatively recently, right? Yeah, well, just just an EP. I wouldn't call it an album. It's only like, I, know, I think it's what just jokes. just barely over 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely been really hard to not be able to promote that, not be able to promote ourselves because you can really only put so many pictures on Instagram of yourself <laughs> writing songs in your bedroom before everyone's like, Oh, yeah, I'll just scroll past this, like... And then, well, the rehearsing stuff was exciting, but that was because it was so close to the show. Mm. And then now, because the show's not happening, it's a bit awkward, and you're not going to post anything about it. Yeah, it's... Did post studio stuff recently, though, which is exciting. Yeah, it's good that good that we managed to get in the studio. We thought that might... Uh, we, we were in the studio for two days this week, just working on a new single, which we're going to hopefully play some shows in support of. <laughs> <laughs> we've planned it, yeah, just no dates. <laughs> we've planned it with no dates. It's like this whole timeline, but there's just, it's, it's blank. Yeah. I, think, I think the really hard thing has been, um, been for a lot of people, more than musicians, because the thing about being a musician is basically all of us have a day job. You know, I've had many, I've been a guitar teacher, I've been a lifeguard, I've been a, I've been a coach, and now, I've, now I make windows. You know, it's, you, just, you just need to do something. Um, 
so for me at least my like money hasn't been affected but i know you know a lot of techs and that sort of stuff have just been like well the venues venues as well yeah techs and venues i think are probably suffering more than anyone in this luckily situation. the music industry came through for that yeah they i'm really happy that they did because i mean otherwise it was like you know we, we already lost the king's arms we can't lose any more ve- i know i'm sorry i had to say it I love the we can't we can't lose any more venues man i'm just, just gonna go have a cry <laughs> <laughs> oh the king's arms is my baby <laughs> absolutely it's the best i i miss that venue so much yeah now that was a great local venue i mean like whammy bar and stuff is amazing but the king's arms was the spot yeah <laughs> Is there anything we can do as consumers and listeners to support local artists through COVID-19 and, and beyond that as well? Like, what, is, what can we do if the New Zealand music industry isn't helping carry you guys? Um, I mean, the, the obvious ones is like, you know, l- listen to us on Spotify, buy our merch. Uh, wh- whoever your favorite band is, like, if you buy a shirt off them, that's going to be just like a real cool thing. And even, you know, it sounds super cheesy, but just like, just interacting with local bands because... You know, I, mean, I can't remember where I saw it, probably scrolling some shit the other day, and it was like someone saying, always comment on band stuff because that comment might just be the reason that that person keeps making music. And I think that's really true because I think a lot of us are just sort of... Especially during this time where people are like suddenly having time to actually think like, should we keep doing this? Is yeah. this viable? Mm. I know during first lockdown, I debated shutting my site down. Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just, it's a very uncertain time. And I think... Yeah, just just having those little words of encouragement are really, really powerful for you know just artists who are really struggling. To be honest, listening, yeah, listening to music, sharing the mm. music, and just having chats because I mean, they have time to interact now. Mm-hmm. Even your favorite internationals. Yeah, probably. But head up your locals more because your locals probably need it more, yep. and they have enough locals themselves. And <laughs> and probably one more thing that I'd add is just uh, maybe just stop asking people when gigs are going to happen, like when things are going to get you know, like as well like i know my girlfriend works as a as a lighting tech stage manager that sort of thing and uh her biggest pet peeve at the moment is just people being like so when do you think you're going back to work and she's just so over it and it's like i think everyone is pretty much just done with that sort of question it's like you know hopefully we'll we'll be playing a show in two weeks but really i have no idea and i don't think anyone does it's up to the it's up to the jacinda yeah, Aunt Cindy, please. <laughs> yeah, Auntie Cindy, please. <laughs> I mean, safely, but please. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where can we find out more information about Full Bloom? Uh, if you, I mean, if you just search us up on Facebook, we'll pop up. Um, you can find us on Spotify, obviously, and on Instagram, we're Full Bloom NZ. And you can also find Richard Full Bloom, Matt Full Bloom, Scott Full Bloom, and also Louis John Hill. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We need to get on him about that, I think. The only one that hasn't changed his name. No. And he writes, he writes most of the music. And he's, I don't know. He's like an exclusive dude. He's too exclusive. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It has been an absolute pleasure. All good. Thanks for, Thank thanks you. for having us.